Tonight's Shapeshifter knows a thing or two about cricket. A doctor. I didn't know he was a doctor. He's got a PhD, you know. Jacques Foll is the chief executive of Titans Cricket, former acting chief executive of Cricket South Africa. Jacques, welcome to The Money Show this evening. Why is cricket in such a shambles? Evening, Bruce. Nice, uh, nice to be on the show. Thank you for, for the invite. Um, I think it's a bit better than it was uh, a couple of months ago, um, but it had, a, a, I think, a, a very challenging three years. Um, but we, we've got a situation now where you have a permanent board and they will be appointing a permanent CEO. Uh, and I guess that, that will turn it around a bit better than we had in the past. But, you know, organizations go through cycles and, and we mostly get ourselves into um these situations and so with cricket i think it was at a stage a bit of a perfect storm um, but a lot of work to do to get credibility back but i gotta be honest um you know we were presented the, the csa strategy just the other night and i i'm actually full of confidence that we're gonna um, turn it around but yeah definitely a lot of challenges uh, the last couple of years yeah, talk to me about the role of the board when it comes to Cricket South Africa, because the board wouldn't define the strategy. The management would define the strategy of which the board would approve, I assume. Yeah, I th- um, I'm, I'm a bit uh, far away from the crafting of the strategy at, at this stage. So it was presented uh, to us by by the board. It, definitely the management would play a role in, in crafting it um, and then the board will approve it. And of course, then the most important thing is management's got to roll it, uh, roll it out, Bruce. So um, I like the strategy. Uh, um, I, I think a lot of um, good work has gone into it. But, you know, strategies is a, is a moving target. It, it is a cycle. So they, they'll have to implement it, assess it and adjust it. But uh, to be fair, um, you know, it's got a lot of clarity in it. <clears throat> it's got a lot of guiding um, principle uh, in the uh, strategy. So I'm comfortable that uh, at least it's a, a very good start. What is the purpose of Cricket South Africa? I mean, what, what is its sort of mandate when it comes to um, the sport? Because you would wish that, you know, the news was about what was happening on the field and, um, you know, people scoring runs and taking wickets and fielding spectacularly and the stories were about the on-the-field activity rather than the off-the-field activity, which has been exactly the opposite for the last couple of years. Yeah, you're so right. Um, I think all, uh, a national federation or sporting body does its work well <clears throat> if they're not in the news. It's not always possible, but that's usually a good indication um, that, uh, you know, it is it is going well. Um, whereby if a national federation is in the news more than the players, it's probably a good indicator that uh, it's not going well. So a national federation is recognized by government as the official body that regulates all cricket within South Africa. And that includes um, from grassroots level straight up to the professional team and also the international team. It is a a big obligation, but I also think people need to realize that cricket belongs to the people. You know, I don't need permission to bowl to my son in the backyard or for a school team to play cricket, although we we regulate it, um, you know, sport belongs to the people, belongs to the fans and the, and, and the, the players, uh, people that take part in it. But um, cricket, like any other national federation, would belong to SASCOC, uh, which is the umbrella 
organization recognized by um, the, the government and will then um, have to comply to certain set of rules uh, and also align where possible with the with the SASCOC um, uh, constitution. Yeah, and, yeah, and that politicizes things, doesn't it? I mean, you then get the politics of cricket coming in, the politics of politics coming in, and the two meet and occasionally um, there is there is a clash. But you've had cricket in your veins all your life. I mean, what were you sort of one of these kids who picked up a bat at the age of 18 months and never let go again? <laughs> yeah, probably, probably did. Yeah, I always uh, loved the game, got a long history in it. Um, uh, tried to play a bit of cricket. I played provincial uh, cricket and I played for Western Transvaal. So we weren't, uh, um, if you refer to it, a Division One team. Um, and you, you either... Uh, you end up in administration either if you're a really good player and you play for South Africa and then come into administration or you're not a, a really good player and you, you you end up in administration and that was my route. Um, I I was very young uh, within the administration. At 34, I was already a CEO, but and at 27, I was already on the um, Northwest board. So I also coached cricket. I was a level three coach Loved the sport, played it, played it for for many years, twenty years club cricket, um, provincial cricket for about a decade. And people ask me why didn't I play longer, you know, provincial cricket? Um, but I just stopped selecting me, uh, Bruce. So that's one one way. I didn't it's a, it, don't you hate that when that happens? I mean, it's <laughs> like everything. All good stuff comes to an end eventually. Uh, but you did well. I mean, to play provincial cricket for ten years unbroken, I think is a good is a good track record. Do former cricketers make better administrators than people who've never played the game? Because so often we see people who've never played the game who don't seem to have too much of a love for the game sort of coming into the administration of the game. And I wonder how effective that is. Look, where you come from, um, if you come from a cricket, you, you have one end of the stick because you understand the game and uh, there's a lot of uh, value that you've gained while playing it, but uh, it's still not administration. And uh, the other way around as well, if you come from business or you have good tertiary qualifications, um, you got to learn cricket. So the, the ideal is, is somebody that comes from cricket uh, that upskill themselves within um, business and there is some good examples of that. That, to my mind, makes a good administrator. You've you got to love the game, man. I, I sometimes think we, we get that that wrong. Um, cricket's a different industry, uh, and, and each industry can probably claim some form of uniqueness. But for me, cricket is about, uh, you know, serving. It's about the chair of the crowd. It's about bringing people through. Uh, to one day uh, um, compete uh, on the international level, but also creating opportunities. You know, cricket is not just about providing opportunities to to high performance um, athletes and players. It's also about uh, you know providing uh, the opportunity to somebody to have a thrill of eating or bowling a bat. Um, and and that to me talks a bit about a calling, about something that you you want to do. Um, and you're a temporary custodian of the game. You never own it. You never have shares in the game. Uh, the game belongs to the people. So to me, it is a bit of a calling. Um, but I always, uh, you know, wanted to be involved in cricket. Like everybody, I wanted to play for South Africa. It just wasn't good enough. Uh, anyway, far off, far off from being good enough. And then wanted to just be an administrator and, and create those opportunities uh, to all involved.
Um, is enough being done at grassroots in terms of cricket and cricket development? I you know, chatted to Peter Kirsten before COVID, um, and he was doing lots of work in townships in the Western Cape, for example, and saying, you know, the really exceptional kids get identified early and get taken into the cricket-playing schools, the, the Ronda Boshes of the world and others, um, and they get a, a leg up and they get a chance, and many of them go on to play first-class cricket, provincial cricket. They do incredibly well. But how much talent do we miss out on? Um, in areas where kids are just not exposed to the game. They don't have the facilities and the services where they live. And Peter was trying to grow and, and develop in that particular field. He does a tremendous um, job and he's good good at, at selling that and such a legend of a cricketer giving giving back at uh, grassroots uh, levels and a good example of of a, of, a, of a great servant of the game. Never have we ever realized uh, as much as when you, you look back that we don't do enough. Um, I don't think any national federation or provincial federations got the capacity to really reach each corner within the um, uh, province or or within the, the code in itself. What you do need is strategic partnerships. Um, you know, it's a, it's a societal problem, but it, it is also an economic and a social problem. Um, facilities is, is, is your number one uh, question that you've got to answer. Um, but, however, I don't think the mindset should be, should be focused on, on excuses. We've got to find a better way to reach more people. But um, I mean, you talk to somebody new... like John. T, you talk to somebody like John T. Rhodes, who tells you the stories of India and how. He gets, I mean, you know, it's still to this day. I think John T. could go to India and be mobbed by people who remember him at, <laughs> at his peak. And just talking the street cricket and the way kids love cricket so much that they will pick up a stick in the road and, and throw a ball of paper if necessary just to get a game going. Um, you know, a tennis ball, any kind of ball and any kind of device, uh, you know, against a brick wall, chalk marks on a wall and off you go. You've got a game. It is possible. You don't need, you know, Olympic style facilities. You just need love and passion for a game. Absolutely. I've been blessed to tour both India and Pakistan. Pakistan, you get type ball. Look, cricket South Africa is rolling out street cricket now. We, we probably should have done it uh, a little bit earlier. But that's all a kid needs, isn't it? He needs uh, some form of, of bat and, and a ball, and, and that is enough. Uh, I think it could be coordinated a little bit um, better. Cricket South Africa um, spend in the excess of uh, 300 million rand a year on the development program. It's quite a lot, uh, to, to be honest. Sure. The question is, how can we reach it better? How can we analyze and, and, and evaluate our, our, our efforts? And the key is, of course, strategic partners. Um, I think schools is a very strategic partner and then business out there, taking the game to kids. And that's India's strength as well. And then the same with Pakistan, the amount of talent that you see around. But it starts off with, with a game that, that people play, you know, so, so spontaneously. Um, and they don't need structure. That's why soccer is such a great game as well, isn't it? You can play it anywhere. Something that resembles a ball is all you need. Uh, and, and, and cricket's got to do a bit more um, uh, with this. To be fair to an organisation that's been um, under fire for, for almost three years, you lose focus. You do. And, and, mm. and there's also um, a lack of con consistent and consistency as well. So, so, Bruce, that doesn't help us. You, know, you, you, you need a certain level of stability to be effective as an organisation and to focus. 
And hopefully we'll get back to that, is, is to the core function of cricket is providing opportunity to people. I am confident that, um, that the new board will get there. Uh, the appointment of a new CEO will help as well. And then we sh should do what we do best, and, and that is uh, um, arrange a game of cricket. That's, that is our core business. It also helps that we've got a new generation of really talented young black cricketers coming through the ranks um, and, and, and leading the, the, the Proteas and performing on a world stage at a level which is extraordinary. Do, you know, really, possibly um, the Proteas are as good as they've ever been. Yeah, I think so. Um, one hopes that it is a result of, of, of some of the pipeline programs, and I, I do believe it is. But on a lower level, we also see that. We see people um, playing really, really good cricket. Uh, and, and that's what you need. You need role models. Uh, um, and, 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 and we're heading in, in that direction. Look, professional sport is brutal. There's no, there's no place to hide. You either make it or, and, and you're good at it or you compete or not. Yeah. Whilst any, every nation that plays cricket on a high level is plotting and investing in, in beating the other one, um, it, it is not a stage for people that don't have talent and don't apply their mind. And I think that's the wonderful thing that we've seen. Uh, we've really taken the game to, to the people. It is a question uh, I often ask in Africa as well. Um, I, I did a bit of consulting uh, for the ICC in, in, in countries as... Uh, Zimbabwe, which has really taken the game uh, of light to, to the majority of the people. Um, but one needs to be careful that it becomes an expat game in, in Africa. But you're not really taking it to, to the nation itself because that will provide you the, the opportunity and capacity to grow the game and, and earth a lot of talent. Talent's everywhere. Uh, um, one just needs to provide the opportunities to, to unearth it. But I also think Africa, in a way, is a, is a sleeping giant uh, um, in cricket. There's not a lot of competing sports. I know football is really big, and uh, athletics is, uh, is in some countries very important. But I think Africa and South Africa has got, a, for me, a leadership role to play within Africa as well. Is T20 cricket? <laughs> Depends on who you ask, Bruce. <laughs> I'm asking you. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it's definitely got its um, appeal to your newer generation person. It, it, it does. We've seen that. We've seen it in, in the data as well. It is fast. It is a high skill level. It's a high level of entertainment. Cricket seemed to cut off uh, the overs all the time to make it more appealing. Um, but I can also assure you that there is a huge following uh, of test cricket. I, now, look, test, cr test, test cricket is, I mean, my friend Stephen Curtis, um is the biggest diehard fan of test cricket. I struggle with it, but as I've got older, I've become to appreciate test cricket a lot more. Jacques Foll, more with him in a moment, Chief Executive of Titans Cricket, with a long and proud history involved in management of the game. He also played provincial cricket during his time catching up. I want to find out what his PhD was about, what it was like to grow up in Clarksdorp, 50 kilometres north of where I grew up, in a moment. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Cricket Administrator Jacques Foll is our shapeshifter this evening. You grew up in Klagstorp and then you went and studied a PhD. Did you do that in Butch or where did you do your studies, Jacques? 
Yes, uh, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Northwester, um, you know, I grew up and schooled in Potch, I've in Clarkstorp, completed my PhD at, at, at Potch, I'm still involved with the business school there on a, um, a part-time basis, um, but yeah, no, Northwest, uh, Northwest through and through, went to Clarkstorp Boer School, uh, yes. I just, where did you grow up, 50 kilometers from Clarkstorp? So what's 50 k's of south of Clarkstorp? Nothing. That's where I grew up, Filjunskruen. Clarkstorp was where you went to the optometrist and to see proper doctors and stuff. Well, you know, that, that sort of thing. It was a big city, big city, big smoke. Um, <laughs> the PhD, what did that focus on? Yeah, my PhD is a stakeholder management of mega events. Actually, it refers okay. to the base camp study or base camps uh, uh, within in my study. And, and the three major events we had in, in, in South Africa, uh, soccer is probably more mega event, is the Soccer World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, and the Cricket World Cup. So that is the event side of it. And then, of course, stakeholder management is a management science, and uh, that, that is my field of, field of study. Try to relate it uh, a little bit to the industry I'm in, but I'm, I'm also I'm still studying a, a, a LLM, a Masters in Law, <laughs> with that through the Montford University. So I'm a bit of a nerd, uh, Bruce, to be honest. And, and hey, I, where do you I, find I the time? The it relaxes me, Bruce. You know, cricket uh, is, is sometimes uh, so challenging that you actually need to study just to relax and take your mind off all the challenges. But I... Uh, yeah, I've always loved studying. I've, I've done a you know a couple of qualifications. I'm I'm very blessed. I never never studied full time, so I always studied uh, okay. part time. But blessed to study, and uh, um, you know I, I think it's coming handy in my in my um, in my work. Um, but studying is definitely something that I I do agree. Um, I I got to agree. It's something that I I do like. <laughs> Fabulous stories. Thank you, Jacques Fall, this evening, Doctor Doctor. Jacques Fall, Chief Executive of Titans Cricket. Tonight's Shapeshifter.